Praise the Lord. Amen. We're glad to be in the house of God this afternoon. I want to thank those that was here this morning. What an awesome, awesome service in the house this morning. What a great move of the Holy Spirit uh, in our presence. Awesome, awesome presence. Uh, great fellowship this afternoon with at lunch with some from the church. And then uh, the drama team came back and they had some practice here uh, just a few moments ago. They just have left. Uh, it's been a great and wonderful day. Things are, great things are happening around Coosa Valley, and I want to encourage you to continue to invite, continue to lift people up, continue to be praying one for another, continue to be uh, calling out to God on the behalf of our church family. We have some that are sick, some that are on the road traveling. Uh, just continue to be praying for them. Uh, had several that was out this morning. We're going to be following up with them. Uh, I'm telling you, when you're not here, you are missed. You are missed when you're not here, and we, uh, we want you to be here. We want you to be a part of what God's doing, and we want you to be here in the middle of, of the great move of God during, uh, during these times. And so if you're not here, you're greatly missed, and we urge you to continue to be a part of what God's doing. Let's encourage everyone to let's get back and, and be in the house of God together, be under one roof. Uh, those that can, those that are able, let's be here together and let's just go forward with God because I'm telling you, God has got great things for His people. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to minister in our Bible study this afternoon as we continue our study in Revelation. Uh, continue to remember, if you have a prayer request, we want to partner with you in prayer. We want to join together partner with you in prayer. So uh, if you have a prayer request, text it to the number listed on the screen, or you can visit our website, cbcog.church forward slash prayer, and we can, you can submit your prayer request there. Dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, again, we want to thank you uh, for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for this great opportunity that you've allowed us to come to worship and praise you. Father, I pray right now that you'll just move and minister in a mighty way. 
mighty way this afternoon. Father, I pray that you'll open your word to us like never before. Help us, Father God, as we understand to understand your word and get a mindset of your word. And Father, allow it to apply to our lives. Help us to not be afraid of what's going on, but continue to use your word for the furtherance of the kingdom of God. We forever give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you have your Bibles, you will turn with us to Revelation chapter 17. Revelation 17, starting in verse 4. Revelation 17, starting in verse 4. Let's go ahead and we're going to pull that up on the screen. Uh, but as we're getting there, what we've been talking about and we've been bringing up to this point, I'm not going to, I'm just as a recap the last couple of Sundays, not going back over every minute detail. I urge you to go back. Uh, cvcog.church forward slash revelation. All of the videos are there, and you can go back and you can and you can rewatch videos time and time again. And I urge urge you to do that. Uh, we've talked about last Sunday night. We started talking about the uh, uh, the religious Babylon, the false religion of the state, and how it receives its power from the Antichrist or and or from the devil. Uh, and a lot of things that was last Sunday uh, was. It felt like a repetitive over some things that we've talked about in the last previous chapters. And there's a lot of, there are some uh, correlations and some comparisons there. A lot of similarities. Why? Because at the end time, these things are going to happen. And when these things happen, uh, it's going to happen big. It's going to happen bold. And the Word of God is trying to show us this is the path. This is the direction. This is what's happening. This is what's taking place. So, I urge you to continue to read your Bible, continue to dig into the Scripture. Also from last Sunday morning and also this past Sunday morning, I, I, I urge our church to let's start praying for the year of 2022. 2021st is not over with, but 2022 is just around the corner. We need to start praying uh, for the rest of this year, but also praying into the next year. Go ahead and God will uh, direct us. God will guide us. God is pointing our path at the right direction, and we need God to really touch and minister in our, in our church and our families' lives. Amen. One of the things that we prayed about this morning is God to touch our desires. Let our desires be back in tune with where God wants us to be. Amen. So as we move into tonight, we're looking at Revelation chapter 17, starting in verse 4. Revelation 17, verse 4. It's talking about, it says this, The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. The wealth and the corruption of the religious Babylon or the false religions of the day. And church, you need to understand, this is not talking about years from now. This is talking... To me, to me, this is right here and right now. There's a lot of false religions, and at the end time, those false religions, or Babylon, as is referred to in the Word of God, the false religions at the end time is going to be tragic. The false religion, they're, go they're going to be extremely wealthy. This is what is meant by the purple and the scarlet clothing and the gold, precious stones and pearls that we find in chapter 4. Why do I believe that this is going to be a tragic time? In the end time, you must imagine that there is a wealthy, uh, that the religion is the wealthy in the possessions of this world. 
And there is such a desperate need for monetary assistance in this world. And the wealthy will have a hold of those. Now look, I am not about redistribution wealth. I am not about uh, uh, changing uh, the ways things are in our governmental systems. I'm not trying to talk about that. What I am talking about is those people that has the financial means and they're just not doing anything about it. That's what we're talking about. And in this false religion time, this false religion is going to hold the majority of the wealth. You got to understand that in, in years past, there were over 40,000 children who die from hunger each and every day. There are over 40,000 just children who die from hunger each and every day. And that's only the children that die who, who die from starvation. This does not include the adults. Remember, at the end times, the needs of the people is going to far else, far outweigh and far, be far greater from among the millions suffering from the devastation and the catastrophes that are hitting earth and even from the holocaust launched by the uh, Antichrist. The religion of the day will be wealthy and hoarding its wealth. What a lesson for us as believers and the church today. Now, you need to understand, we do preach about tithing. We do preach about offering. I do believe in tithing. I believe in offering. But I do not believe, and Coosa Valley does not do this, I do not believe in hoarding that in. What we do is as people is giving their tithes and their offerings, yes, we got to pay the bills. We have to pay the bills. However, we also, I'm so proud of Coosa Valley. We also are giving into the ministries and the missions that reach out from this local church. We have outreach ministries. We have mission programs. Uh, we have different missions programs can, around not only in this area, but in other areas, uh, other states, and even in other countries. We have those mission programs where we're uh, trying to reach out and we're trying to be a part of what God is doing here at home and abroad. We also are connecting with some churches in the, this not only in our area, but in our, in our state, in our nation. We've got some churches that they need a little assistance, they need a little help, not, not asking for a lot, just a little bit to help them along. And, and those are areas, as our church here at Coosa Valley, as we give into ministries and missions, we're con giving out, and God is going to bless as we continue to give. Church, that's the same way that God is with you and I. As individuals, when we give, God is going to give back and God's going to bless. What we must understand and we're seeing out of, out of chapter 17 and verse 4 is how when the, the relig false religions of the day, how that they are hoarding that money. Oh, I got to have more, got to have more. That's not of God. Jesus said unto them in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 21, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell all that thou hast and give to the poor, that thou have treasure in heaven, come and follow me. He also tells us in Luke chapter 9 and 23, he said unto them, If any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow after me. You find in Luke chapter 14 and 33, So likewise, whosoever he be of he be of, of you that forsaketh not all that he hath. He cannot be my disciple. 
Luke chapter 18, 29 through 30. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left his house or his parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come, life everlasting. God is going to bless when we give and we make a sacrifice towards the kingdom of God. The false religions of the day is gonna, is gonna, of the end times is going to be corrupt. Church, we do not need to be a part of that false religion and that corruptness. It will offer a cup to help the people of the world, but the cup is full of abominations and filth. That is, what the false religion offers is idolatry, polluted and corrupt in worship. Church, what you've seen this morning here at Coosa Valley and the worship that was done, the worship that went out, that is true from God. That is God's children trying to reach out and get a hold of God. That's what we need. That's what we want in the day and time that we're in. We need more of God. All the false religions feed people nothing but abominations and filth. All they're gonna do, all the false religion. Yes, it may be something that's gonna tickle your ear, and you're gonna think, "Oh, it's something great, it's something wonderful, it's something that I want." But once it's all said and done, false religions only feed abominations and filth. The teachings and doctrines of the false religion are disgusting and repulsive. Imagine being fed filth and abomination. Imagine if all you was ever fed was grass and sticks and dirt. This is what Scripture says if we feast upon the false religions of the day we're living in. This is not talking about down the road in the future. This is talking about right here and right now. We're living in this today, right now, and we must get a hold of God. Titus chapter 1 and verse 16 says, They who profess that they know God, but the works they deny Him being abominable, disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. In other words, they say, oh, God is real, God is true, God is just. But they do not, they deny the works of God. They don't allow God to work. They don't allow God to move. That is nothing but an abomination unto our heavenly Father. Amen. So let's go on. Oops, I forgot. I got my water bottle up here. Let's go on and look at, take a look at verse 5 for us, will you? Revelation chapter 17 and verse 5, it says this, And on the forehead was written the name of mystery, Babylon, the great mother of prostitutes and earth's abominations. The name of the religious Babylon or false religion in the end time is striking. It says the name of the false religion the mystery is on her forehead, Babylon, the great mother of harlots or prostitutes and earth's abominations. So let's talk about this for just a moment. The name of the religious Babylon, the false religion, is a mystery. That is, the fact that false religions is not false, is false, is not known to all people. Let me read that sentence again. That is, the fact that false religions is false is not known to all people. Many do not know that they are worshiping a false religion. This 
needs to be revealed to them. Brother Andy, how do we know that we're the church? The church of God, not the denomination. We call ourselves the church of God as a denomination, but it is also the church of God. Okay? How do we know that we are not worshiping a false religion? This is false doctrine. How do we know that? I'm going to tell you something, church. If you'd have been in the house this morning or if you was on our live stream this morning, I'm sure you felt the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God falling down in our midst. That's how you know that it is not a false religion. False religions... Many do not know that they are worshiping a false god. Think of how many millions are worshiping a false god or a false Christ, a Christ that differs entirely from the Christ revealed to us in Scripture. Religious Babylons will be the mother of many false religions, abominations upon the earth. She gave rise to false teachings and deceptions, to many corruptions in the false worship of false gods. This tells us who religious Babylon really is. It goes back to the Tower of Babel you find in the Old Testament. Under a leader named Nimrod, man decided to build an ideal state or utopia. Man turned from God and said, we can secure ourselves in and of our ourselves. We're going to secure ourselves by building a tower and we're going to reach the throne room of God. We're going to reach heaven. In other words, man thought that he was going to seek security and provision and help from other people besides from God. He joined hands, man joined hands with other people across the earth and they tried to build a perfect and ideal world by their own efforts without the help from God Almighty. They omitted God altogether. They left God out of the picture. The Tower of Babel started to be built and all of a sudden the Tower of Babel, many, many got, got struck across, their languages got confounded, and if we'll take a look at scriptures, we find that the Tower of Babel is in the founding city of Babylon. The very first mention of Babylon is in the Bible when it talks about the Tower of Babel. Therefore, Babel became to mean an endless a God, excuse me, a godless religion. You can find that in Isaiah chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 2, Ezekiel chapter 16, and Hosea chapter 2, 3, and 4. It also, Babylon also comes to mean a godless government or society. You find that in Isaiah chapter 23 and Nehemiah chapter 3. The point that we find in these passages of Scripture that I've just quoted and also in Revelation 17 and verse 5, the point is simply this. Religious Babylon stands for all the false religions, both of, of the past, both of today, and as well as into the future. It stands for all the religions that try to seek a utopia or a heaven in and of itself. In other words, it's trying to seek a perfect life. 
life and in it own, its own works and its own self-effort and its own, in man's own goodness and godliness and its own self-righteousness in man's own rituals and ceremonies by the ideas of God and the worship of God on man's own terms by man's own religion and man's own benevolent services by man's own government and man's own state by man's own community and man's own society all of those things are an abomination unto God and it all is a root from Babylon which is the Tower of Babel Tower of Babel is the founding city of Babylon in essence all false religions were birthed at Babylon. There'll be one major difference. At the end time, man's dream for a one world government and a one world religion will become a reality. All the evil, all the wrong that exists in the false religions will be combined into one religion at the end time. It will sweep and consume the world. Religious Babylon will spread her abominations and filth over all the world under one world state religion. The religion will be electric. It will assimilate enough of the major religions to satisfy the masses of the people. If you'll remember, we've already talked about this in Revelation chapter 13. The apostate religion will become a symboli symbolized in the very city in which it was established in a city called Babylon. The only way that we can ever as a Christian, ever receive and achieve utopia is through Jesus Christ. Nothing on our own merits, nothing by our own works. We should labor and labor diligently to build the best world and society that we can. But with God, not without God. Because you can find in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, it tells us, But seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We also find in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, he tells us this, Casting all, all your care upon Him, because God cares for you and I. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 33. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Church, we've got to realize this false religions, these false doctrines, these false uh, uh, teachings, all of these things brings abomination to mankind straight from God. Let's continue on and we're going to take a look at verse 6. This will be the last verse that we look at this afternoon. Verse 6, let's take a look here. Verse 6 tells us this. It says, And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of saints, with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. When I saw her, I marveled greatly. 
So let's break this verse down and let's take a look at what's being told to us. The religious power and the bigotry of the religious Babylon, the false religion, at the end time will be very fierce. The false religions will be a leader in the launching of the Holocaust, the Holocaust for the Antichrist. Literally millions upon millions, the numberless multitude will be persecuted and killed because they refuse they refuse to worship the state and the leader of the state which is called the antichrist many of the martyrs of the followers of Jesus Christ many of the martyrs will be the followers of Christ excuse me Matthew chapter 10 verse 17 and 18 but beware of man for they will deliver you up to the councils they will scourge you in the synagogues you shall be brought before the governors and the king and the kings for my sake a testimony against them and the gentiles then you can also take a look you can also take a look at uh, Matthew chapter 24 verses 9 and 10. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and they shall kill you. You shall be hated of all nations for Jesus' name's sake. You can also see in Luke chapter 21 and verse 12. But before all these things, they shall lay their hands on you, persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and to prisons, before being brought before the kings and rulers for Jesus' name's sake. John chapter 15 verses 20 and 21. Remember the word I've said, told to you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they persecuted Christ, they will also persecute us. If they have kept my saying, then they also keep yours. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Church, we're not immune to persecution. We're not immune to being ridiculed and to be afflicted. We're not immune to the things of this world. But church, you've got to realize we're not of this world. We're of the world yet to come. What we must realize and, re and keep in our mindsets is simply this. God has got God us. He's going to go before us. He's going to come behind us. He's under our feet and over our head. What we've got to do is we've got to keep our eyes a hold of the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. We got to do as we said this morning. Remember our purpose. Our purpose is not to please man, but it is to please God. Last thing I want to tell you. I don't really know how much longer I can hide not hiding. How much longer I can just continue to build on the foundation that God's laid on our heart and our mindset for the year 2022. Somebody came to me after church that already knows what my, my theme, that got the theme that God's laid in our mind. Somebody came to us after church and said, Brother Andy, I don't know how much longer you can keep this. I said, I really don't either. I'm so excited about it. Church, we need to pray. We need to get a hold of God. Why? Because we are living in these last days. I'm going to tell you something that I've really enjoyed these studies. Never dreamed in a million years. Twenty years ago, as twenty plus years ago, as I taught some out of Revelation, and I said it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and now I'm saying it has already taken place. Some of the things it's happened, 
some of the things were taking place right now, but very few things are yet to happen. Some will say, well, we live in a pre and a mid and a post and all these things, tribulation. You know what? All I know is I can tell you this. When the, when the trumpet sounds, the dead in Christ are going to rise and I'm going to follow in right behind them. Amen. And then whatever's happening left on this world, if you want to be here to find out, that's between you and God. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go when God calls our name. Amen. Again, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to pick back up on Revelation chapter 17 and verse 7. We'll pick up there on next Sunday afternoon. Thank you again for being a part of what God is doing here at Coosa Valley. Remember, to, uh, if you have any prayer requests, we want to partner with you in prayer. You can text or call us at, at 205-642-8744. Or you can visit us online at cvcog.church. There you can find all the information that you need about Coosa Valley, about our church, and how to visit, where we're located, all of our live stream option, online giving, and so much more. I encourage you to visit there and take advantage of all the resources that's found on our website. Daily devotional, uh, uh, yeah, daily devotionals, daily Bible verses, all of these things are found there. Yes, they're on our social media, but we're making sure that everyone is pointed to our website. May the good Lord bless you as our prayer. Thank you so much for joining with us. Join us this Wednesday afternoon at 6.30 for understanding the Bible. May the good Lord bless you as our prayer. Thank you so much for being with us. May God bless you. Thank you.